1: It's not too late to add Aaron Rodgers to WikiFeet. Welcome to a I Have No Idea Who the MVP ed- edition of Star We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles survivor, Daniel Hartigan. It's painful stuff, guys, but I'm not giving up just yet. With us as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, how did you enjoy the bye week?
0: Oh, it's so nice. And the fact that it's on Thanksgiving, me and the Chiefs players got to relax and watch everybody fall on their nuts. Okay. Uh, as always,
1: Washington football team fan Jamel Johnson is in the house. Jamel, are you buying a Heineken jersey
2: today or did you order one last night? Boy, I'm buying a Heineken. I'll <laughs> wait until the end of the season. I've also decided I hate the Eagles more than the Cowboys. Wow. Because I lost $100 fucking around with your stupid team this weekend.
1: Yeah. How did y'all I lose did to the
2: Giants? Yeah. <laughs>
1: We'll get into that. Uh, hey, we got a guest this week joining the show today. A man who's won the internet so many times. I can't even keep count. He's the host <laughs> of NFL Follies and so yeah. many other things. We got Die Hard Ravens fan to Kid Gally. What's up, Gally? Hey, what's good with everybody? Yes. We're Thank good, man. Hey, this, be- before we started the show, uh, Danny pointed out first Ravens fan on the show. I think that's, uh, that's crazy. It's taken us this long. We've been doing the show for years.
3: Hey, come on. Now. You know you had to you had to save the best for the Ravens fan. You know, you <laughs> can't just go out there and get anybody. You got to get the absolute best. So, here I am.
1: Yeah, man. It's been awesome seeing you um kind of do shows for the NFL and specifically for the Ravens. You've been like a correspondent for the team. I know you're you're getting out to all the games like what's the season been like like from your perspective? Cuz this this Ravens season is like crazy. So, I was just curious how you're feeling yeah, about it. Yeah,
3: this is, this is one of the wildest seasons I've ever seen. First of all, uh, the fact that we keep coming up with these miraculous wins at the very last second, um, that's always good, even without Lamar Jackson. We had Tyler Huntley in the game. He comes, he does a fourth-quarter comeback against the Chicago Bears. Things like that is just very mind-blowing. But one thing that I've described the Ravens this entire season with all the injuries and, like, 15-plus people on IR it's just resilience. Like one thing about the team, it's always the next man up, and they always find a way to get it done. So we're sitting at the top of the AFC right now, and
1: let's just hope we get finish that way. <laughs> For sure, man. So what's the mood around the stadium? Like when you're there, it, are people like in love with this team? Because, you know, we've seen Lamar win the MVP. You won the, the playoff game last year. So now it's like this year, what are the expectations? Is it like Super Bowl or bust? Are you just kind of like, hey, let's just week by week?
3: That's a good question. Um, I feel like this before, during the offseason, it was Super Bowl or bust. That's kind of the mindset that we had. Then we lost our entire backfield. Then we started losing more people. And it was kind of like, all right, now we don't know what to expect. But then we end up winning games and we're eight and three. So it's like you kind of want to say Super Bowl or bust. But at the same time, your reality tells you that all these players that we're missing are eventually going to be needed at some point. So it's kind of just up in the air and we're taking it week by week. For sure.
1: Danny, do you consider the Ravens the biggest threat to you in the AFC? Because the Chiefs fans, you know, that's coming. We're not – the Chiefs fan isn't worried about, like, injuries or anything. They're just like, we have Patrick Mahomes. It is what it is. We're going to be mm-hmm. there. So, Danny, well, you're looking around the AFC. Who are you worried about?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think it would be disingenuous of me just because Gowie's on the show – <laughs> to go back on my earlier statements about how Lamar Jackson won't be able to make it past the divisional round of the playoffs. So uh, that is my uh, feeling uh, as of right now, obviously things could change. <laughs> the The mojo is a little different because one of those crazy wins that you guys had was Clyde Edwards, helaire fumbling at the last minute of our game in week two for no reason had never done it before, just decided to do it. Maybe that speaks to kind of a difference in the, uh, in the aura around the Ravens these days. But, you know, if I'm gonna say I'm gonna be scared of somebody, uh, maybe, maybe it's the Pats, but I'm, I'm gonna get into oh. that. Maybe, oh, yeah, we'll talk God. about that.
2: Oh, my God. Now, can God. I
0: interject
3: real quick? Of course. <laughs> Please. Now, the the fact that you said that uh, Edward Talaire fumbled. For no reason. The reason was, Oway rocked his ass and he fumbled the ball. So that's yeah. what happened. So it's like it wasn't just one of those things where he was just running and it was a non-contact fumble. He got hit and that ball popped out. So once again, resilience. You know, it's it's those clutch plays that our defenders come up with.
2: True, on, man. True. This is what the city of Baltimore is all about, Danny. You ain't never caught a crab in your life. You don't know what it takes. <laughs> Yeah, man. Was that the best win of the season? Cause I remember
1: you were uh you were doing you were taping from the stands. Yeah. Like right when you guys won. And it seemed like that was just pure celebration, just crazy atmosphere.
3: Oh yeah, you gotta think that the Chiefs then had our number for I don't know how long now. So it was Three. like that was kind of like our pre Super Bowl celebration. Yeah. Cause if you would have felt that environment, uh the Ravens have two Super Bowls, but obviously none of the Super Bowls were ever played in Baltimore. So you get the the atmosphere of the Super Bowl celebration when you're downtown, but this felt like actually winning the Super Bowl in Baltimore because as soon as the game was out, people in the streets acting crazy and everybody's <laughs> cheering and chanting yeah. and all that other stuff. So it was real cool. That was like, that may have been the best game I've ever attended as far as a Ravens fan go.
0: That's right. We are Did you see everyone's anybody? Super Bowl. <laughs>
2: After that win, did you see anybody run across MLK Boulevard with a bottle of alcohol? No, I'm I didn't imagining but you
3: know, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody actually did do that. <laughs> <All> right, but
1: <laughs> Okay, hey, look, I wanted to get a pulse on Ravens Nation, see where see where you guys are at right now. But all right, let's get into the show. Each week we start by talking about what we hated about watching football this past week. Um, Gally, like we were saying, this show is all about we know football's bad for us. There's just I mean, pick your poison of, of why the league is crazy and sucks, but uh, we can't help ourselves. We have to watch. We're addicted to this sport. So, Danny, let's start the show off. What you, would what'd you hate about watching football this week? I,
0: I actually feel like this is perfectly teed up at this moment with with little things everyone said, because what I hated this week in particular was the Pats having a chance to win it all. <laughs> and... You know, I wouldn't have said that last. week. I didn't. I actually made fun of Mac Jones for quite a while. I called him Mac tonight. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, it didn't feel real until this week. Waxing the Titans, maybe they don't, maybe they're missing a bunch of guys. I know A.J. Brown wasn't playing. There's no Derrick Henry. Still felt a little bit like a, like the Patriots were kind of back. And you know, it was disgusting enough. To have Brady win it in Tampa last year with a little bit of help from the refs in the first couple of quarters. But now they want us to swallow Belichick's grumbly ass being back to. I you know what the media really wants from the Super Bowl, right? It's Bucks Pats. That's what they want. That's what everybody in the sports media world wants to flog for the entirety of the Super Bowl two-week period. And I will make this guarantee right now. I am not going to watch that Super Bowl.
4: Wow. Don't need, Come on.
0: I hate I don't need the Super Bowl at all, actually. Can we just admit it's not as a game, it's not that good of a game. The <laughs> earlier rounds are always the better matchups. Gowie's right. When it's at your home stadium where it can actually sh- snow and shit and it can throw a wrench in things. That's when it's really fun. When you got real fans. The Super Bowl doesn't even have real fans. It's just like Bradley Cooper and George W. Bush in the crowd. <laughs> The broadcast is mostly about commercials, which, as we've covered on the show, are getting more irritating every year. And COVID took a Chiefs Super Bowl away from me, so I was kind of looking forward to having a party. And in this case, I would still have one. I'd have one during the Super Bowl. I just wouldn't watch the game. I don't think anyone would be bothered by it. I'll make a ton of barbecue meatballs, some buffalo cheese dip. Get a bunch of weeds, some donuts, Post made it in, and we'll just watch, like, I think you should leave episodes until halftime when we quickly flip it over to Dre and Snoop and then flip it right back when the fucking Pats and the Bucks start heading back on the field. I don't give a fuck that I co-host a football podcast. I have no obligation to watch the biggest game of the year, and I hope you'll all join me, honestly. If enough of us do this, we can tank the ratings, and they'll have no choice but to unrig the league.
1: Man, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to go as far as saying I'm not going to watch that game, but I'm with you on I really don't want that game. I don't want Bucks pats I get the storylines are all there, but, man, that would be such a bummer. I don't want anybody to win that game. I don't want Belichick to be the the god. I don't want – Brady already is, so it's like they've already had – it. it's enough. We need some new blood in there. Like, I don't know. We, Panthers I would versus rather –
2: I'm holding yeah. out for Panthers versus Panthers. <laughs> They're going to let the practice squad go out there. It's going to be good.
0: Hey, that's your seventh seed if the Panthers win, Jamel. The Panthers are in the Super Bowl. That means they knocked out your boys.
2: <sighs> fine. I'll take it. That's fine. That's fine with me. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, Danny, I mean, that's just a, that's a dark premonition. It's a, It's too early to start talking like that. I don't want to think about that game. Ugh. Ugh.
0: I and they want it so bad. They're already putting together the hero packages, the fucking <laughs> the graphic with with Brady's face and Belichick's face, like it's a fucking UFC fight. They're gonna they're gonna do the world's most boring handshake at the end of the game, no matter who wins. Fuck those guys, man. That is what <laughs> nobody in America wants it, and yet that's what everybody's should be expecting the league to do.
3: On top of that, I feel like it's a year too late. I feel like when Tom first got to Tampa, if it would have happened, then it would have been like, okay, you know, Tom versus Belichick, who's the the goat and whatever respective class. But now it's kind of like Tom already won. So it's like, all right, what are we trying to make Mm -hmm. this up for? Because the Patriots finally got a, a semi-decent quarterback and now we're like, oh, he's the next time. Nah, we're not doing that. But
0: we're they needed that it. season to do like, they needed to get, you know, their COVID players back, all the guys who opted out. And then, you know, Belichick gets one more year of team building, drafts the quarterback he wants. It's I feel like it couldn't have happened last season. Because you just had whatever, you know, Brian Hoyer fucking around in there. (laughs) Now you've, now Bill's got his new Brady and it's going to be new Brady against old Brady. And they think it's such a great storyline, but really it's like Terminator 5 where they just have CGI Arnold (laughs) against old Arnold and it just, the whole thing sucks.
1: Yeah, we already got that game earlier this season too. That was so hyped and I I actually didn't care. I know everybody went crazy for that game, but I Mm -hmm. I don't want to watch a rematch of that uh galley what'd
3: you hate about watching football this week uh what i hate about watching football this week was my man cam newton Mm. Jeez. Uh, yeah rough uh you know i'm i'm very big on cam newton i i admire him as a man like outside of football just the way he carries himself uh not the fashion but just the way he you know (laughs) (laughs) carries himself as a person but um but yeah, man, 5 for 21, completion percentage of 23%, QB rating of 5. Damn. <laughs> like I don't even I don't even know what else I could say aside from that. It was it's just painful. And then to see him get benched, it was like he was just bigging himself up so much. Back-to-back great games. They got the W in the first game, lost the yep. second game, but he played great. And then it was just like boom, everything came to an end. Blowout loss and a terrible performance and he got benched. So I feel for Cam. Hopefully he can bounce back, keep his, uh, his I'm back tour uh, going because the memes are starting to flow in. I didn't saw a picture of him with the, the face of uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. when he played in radio. Like They doing my man dirty and I hate to see it. So I'm, I'm, I'm really rooting for Cam to try to flip that switch. I mean, to be fair, he can't perform any worse than that. I feel like that's the worst you're going to see Cam Newton. So I'm hoping, you know, he can get things back on track. But that's what I absolutely hated about watching football this week.
2: What color was his hat this week? Does anybody know? Um, I don't know. I, I do need to look at
1: that. And we'll we had go. talked about that, too, of just when he wins, that hat color gets very colorful. It's, very, it's orange or it's red. It's crazy. <laughs> when he loses, it's just a somber gray or black. Oh, and yeah. So I like that he has a hat appropriate for wins and losses. Because you can't come out there looking crazy after a game like that. But the good news is the Panthers are on their bye week this week, so you know. Okay. You know, pan. It's not like I know Cam stepped into his old team, but that's a full new coaching staff. So he there's a lot to learn and take in, and he's these are new players. They lost Christian McCaffrey, so it's an uphill battle for sure. <laughs> but I think the real assessment of Cam will come next the next time they play after this bye week. So I yeah, think they will be No good players chance.
0: on the Panthers left yeah, and not. <laughs> the coaching staff completely given up on the season. And yeah, that'll be when Cam really can shine. He is a he is the king of the post loss press conference, though. He was great at this press conference. He was like, Everybody wanted Cam Cam's comeback. We all wanted it. I wanted it. I was saying it was I was back. But we have to face facts. Uh reality is what it is, and you know, good stories don't always last in the NFL. Oh.
1: Cam. <laughs> self-aware. That's Sad a good thing. Don't you want a QB? Hey, I like the QB though that refers to himself in the third person. My quarterback's doing that now. Jalen Hurts is talking about Jalen on the field as a separate guy than himself. So I feel like Jalen took a cue from Cam on that. And I think there's some other players doing it too. But I enjoy that for sure. It gives a,
3: it gives a superhero feel like, yeah, you know, that's who I am when I step on the field, but I'm Clark Kent when I'm, you know, just here standing here with my, my outfit, my suit or whatever you got on.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Jamel, what'd you hate about watching football this week?
2: That we keep making the lions play games. It's just time to stop. <laughs> it's just time to stop. I, I understand it's a Thanksgiving tradition. It's a family thing. The lions are on you and your cousins are yelling at each other. I get it, but it's just, it's time to let it go. America doesn't need this anymore. I have taken a personal stand. I flew home Thanksgiving morning, so I wouldn't have to watch the lions game. And guess what? I was right. (laughs) <laughs> I had no business. Nobody should have seen that happen. We can't keep watching Detroit take L's like this. America's changing. What's the point of us knocking down all these Robert E. Lee statues? If we're going to keep making the country watch these fools lose in spectacular fashion. I don't need it anymore. I don't need it on my heart. My spirit. Let's abolish the lions. No more lions. Period. Wow. Wow. They don't you need think, it either. You're not just saying we got to get rid of the Thanksgiving morning game. You're saying no, in general. No more lions. <laughs> Vacate the rest of the season. <laughs> and get them all jobs at, like, I don't know, HR block or something, man. Do something else. They can't, it doesn't have to be football. There's other ways to succeed in this country. Give them each, everybody gets one Bitcoin as severance. <laughs> And move on with your lives, man. It can't feel good playing for the Lions. You'd much rather have a Bitcoin than play for the damn Lions.
0: Plus, the XFL's coming back, so there's always a chance to play football.
2: Imagine how good the XFL would be if we distributed the Lions throughout that whole league, man. That might be enough to keep it around. Or just keep
0: the Lions intact. Could they beat other XFL teams? (laughs)
1: Well we've Ooh, talked about just relegation. Them the t- we've talked right. about relegation on this show. I mean, the XFL could whoever wins that championship should get moved bumped up into the NFL. I know they'll never do it, but the Lions should be the first team to to have to go down to the
0: XFL. Could the Orlando Apollos beat the Detroit Lions?
2: <laughs> Neutral field. I'm st- I'm still going to say no. But that's the problem, dog. It shouldn't be it shouldn't this shouldn't be a question, man. It's just time to stop it.
1: So, uh, Jamal, are you more worried about the players themselves or the people of Detroit? Like, who, Or is everybody suffering equally?
2: Everybody. I'm worried about the city of Detroit. I mean, there's a reason why you can get a house up there for eight grand and a couple <laughs> double cheeseburgers, okay? Because all they know is pain. Damn. We got to change the cycle of abuse in Detroit. And it starts with ending the Lions. Okay, yeah, extreme, but I think it's a fair point. Uh, But it
1: does kind of play into stopping the pain plays into what I hated about football this week. Obviously, it has to do with watching the Eagles. But specifically, what I hated about watching football is the haters. We've all experienced this. Your team is losing to a, a team they shouldn't. And then your phone starts blowing up out of nowhere. And I don't even need to look. I know what it is. It's people hating. They're coming out of the woodworks. I haven't heard from these people since high school. I don't even know how they got my number. If they know that I love something, they'll attempt to hurt me. And it's it, specifically when it comes to sports, and especially football, you I just, you know, phones blowing up, texts, IGs, DMs, and it's just like, man, people just love <laughs> to see you squirm. What is it about this game that – You know, and I'm sure we've all done it to to like our close friends. But have you ever hit up a guy you haven't talked to in 15 years to just tell him how much his team sucks? It's crazy (laughs) behavior. (laughs) I don't know why these people. It's like they remember uh, who's a Eagles fan that I know. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm gonna uh, figure out what his phone number is and then just talk some shit. Uh, I like I like the healthy talking shit. Talking shit's very fun but it needs to be from somebody who I've uh, kept up with. You know who you are, person coming out of the woodworks. Lose this number.
0: It is, Mame, it's Mames, a bond. That,
1: it's Mame, a bond Mames. that'll last
0: forever is hating a football team.
1: I know, but it's like, you know, other shit has happened to me and them, and we haven't caught up on that stuff. So this is the one thread we have <laughs> from our uh, friendship from 10 years ago. But um. Uh, it's just it's a crazy. crazy thing. It's
3: almost like an urge. Like I've, it's gotten to the point to where, and I feel like Apple made it so much worse because then people will send you Facetime, uh, like people will Facetime you, and then like they'll <laughs> screenshot a picture or something like that. Like when the Ravens lost in the playoffs last year, I had a whole bunch of people hit me up, but then there was one guy in particular that I know, one of the homies, he had called me and then texted me to pick up the phone. I'm like, why would I pick up the phone when I know what it's about? <laughs> So it's yeah. just like, it's only going to get worse with this video chat stuff. Hopefully the future, we don't come out with any other form of communication because it's going to be even more worse. Like a hologram shows up at your front yeah. door, at your door. Like, yo, your team lost. So it's crazy. <laughs> Seriously. I'm hologramming
2: you just... myself into Dan's living room. Oh. And I'm laughing in this fool's face. That's what I'm doing. 2028. 20, I can't wait.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because the phone calls are worse. I remember this used to happen to my dad, you know, before there was even caller ID, you just get a call and it's like, ha ha ha. And then you just hang up. Yeah. Like, Who the fuck was that? <laughs> and now you have to see the person and see their joy at your pain. It's just a it's a crazy relationship we have to deal with in this sport is people enjoying our suffering. Um, but hey, we bring it on ourselves. All right. Moving on. It was Black Friday. It was Cyber Monday. I hope you guys got some deals. I was on Mitchell and Ness. I got some good shit. Uh, Danny, what'd you order? Tell us what you got.
0: Well, I had to replace my NutriBullet, uh, mm. so that was the big that was the big purchase. But forty bucks for a brand new functioning NutriBullet, I think that was a pretty good deal. Um, <laughs> it just got me thinking, you know, like what what good deals, bad deals. You know, the NFL is full of deals. it Seems like. You know, buying a jersey maybe it's a good deal to some, maybe not to others. You know, you buy you buy an OBJ jersey, how long is that gonna last? So we were just thinking about like what would be the worst deal in the NFL and actually have to have to once again piggyback on something Gowie said, because it's a simple answer to start out with. It's Cam Newton. I mean, it Ooh. it was the most obviously bad deal I thought from the beginning. Cause you know Cam's gonna give you about one and a half good games a season before he has that game <laughs> where he sharts out five turnovers. Everybody knows that, so it's on you if you get caught in the Cam Newton honeypot. But it feels like all the other bad deals that I was trying to think of were all the same kind of thing, like OBJ, you know, Von Miller, Deshaun Jackson, Adrian Peterson. Like, guys, it is not 2017. It's. <laughs> Tempting to think that four years isn't that long of a time and that these guys could be good again But the truth is that nothing from 2017 has any relevance anymore in today's world If you were a time traveler who came from 2017 You couldn't handle it. You'd be blown away You'd never have heard of like 95% of our best athletes same with music everything's like k-pop and Lin-Manuel Miranda now you wouldn't know what the fuck HBO Max was. You would have never heard about the pandemic or the true pandemic, which is cancel culture. I mean, think about it. What were you doing? What were you doing in 2017? I know that I was actively touring as a stand-up. Jesus, I, I don't even leave the wor- the house for real work now, let alone <laughs> begging bookers to let me perform. <laughs> And, you know, Matt Rule, McVeigh, they're not time travelers from the distant past. They made deals with these relics to try and save their season. I mean, at this point, the Panthers might as well sign Robert Mueller to start a QB. Yeah. You see how fucking old that reference sounds? Excuse me? That's how long ago that was.
2: The lawyer guy?
0: Yeah, the fucking the the FBI guy who was investigating Trump, it was a big 2017, Jamel. you can't even remember it. That was the biggest news story in 2017. So now you're you yeah. and you're bringing back players? Come on.
1: Yeah, it's rough cuz, you know, sometimes you get a good see one last good season out of a guy. Like you had the your Montana Chiefs year, but then again, I was rooting for McNabb on the Vikings and that blew up in my face. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Some, you got to know when to get off the train
4: <laughs>
1: or it okay, gets real sad. It,
3: it's hard, though, because you you grow this attachment to people. Like you just said yeah. with McNabb on the Vikings, I still root Ooh. for Flacco everywhere he goes. Like, Ooh. if y'all hear Joe Flacco going to start... It's like, oh, yeah, it's Flacco season. Like, <laughs> and, even, and I know, as a realist, I know that Flacco is a decent quarterback. I know people talk about January Joe and all that other stuff, but in order to see January Joe, you have to actually get to January. And we didn't do that after he got his contract. So it's like, yeah, I, I feel you like that. It- it's hard trying to break that, that bond that you have.
2: Jamel tried it this year. Fitzpatrick. It's Fitz magic season, Jamel. I didn't try that for one second. (laughs) You guys tried that and tried to tell me it was going to work. I did not believe it for one second. He didn't have a chance. Come on. There was no way. (laughs) There was no way. Magic isn't real. All right. So Danny, you're saying
1: expired goods. Just leave them on the shelf. Let somebody else grab them. Sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, and Fitzpatrick's bad not deal. even that good of an example because he's been he's been around, you know, I'm, I'm saying the people who fell off the cliff, you looked at the expiration date. It was, you know, December 2017. Don't eat that. Don't buy that. <laughs> it's going to be bad. You think you can freeze it and, and break it out of the fridge after four years? No, man. Quality's gone.
1: I mean, you guys have Josh Gordon on your team, who I am rooting for. It's but not I'm just working. <laughs>
0: it's, you're right. Great example of a bad move. And we did it last year with LaShawn McCoy, or Le'Veon Bell. We did it before that with LaShawn McCoy. I mean, it's never it never works, folks. The past is the past. All
1: right. All right. Uh, Gally, did you get any good deals in real life? And what's your worst deal in uh, football? All
3: right. So uh, a deal that I got... Um... I got my browser subscription. Hey. Uh,
0: <laughs> Let's
4: go. We're back.
0: Ah. It's like, no,
3: nah, but I bought, uh, you know, I bought some stuff because I just moved, as you guys know. So I bought, you know, a new sofa. I bought a new dresser set. So, you know, boring things, pots and pans, just to get my house up to par. But um, as far as football goes, I think my biggest, worst deal, or, or whatever you want to put it, was Lamar Jackson. He was giving the whole Browns secondary a deal. Four interceptions. I love Lamar. He's very careful with the football in his career. But damn, bro, I was like, if we lose this game, there's nothing we can say aside from Lamar threw this game away. Like, it was terrible just watching it. And I'm actually at the stadium. So I'm at the stadium. We're watching it. Defense make a play, force a turnover. Oh, Oh, Everybody's riled up Then the next play, intercepted you could hear a pin drop it's like yo lamar what is going on but you know we love our quarterback we threw thick and thin but i feel like he was just trying to give the browns uh, a whole bunch of deals everybody was getting the interception so yeah, yeah, yeah. that was terrible for <laughs> me that was hard to off. It, i'm
1: not gonna lie yeah. uh one of the theories on, our, on this show we've talked about and maybe you have some insight into this what is lamar's diet because it seems like, you know, he's had to go to the bathroom mid-game. He's missed games that for non-COVID shit. Like, I feel like his stomach just hurts sometimes.
4: <laughs>
3: hey, listen. Baltimore has a very good culture when it comes to food. So if he's eating something, it's probably something that's not good for him. He's probably eating a whole bunch of seafood. If not seafood, he's probably eating soul food. Uh, So there's a lot of things. There's a spot in particular that he usually goes to. Um. And the food is good, but, you know, you have those instances where you got to leave in the fourth quarter to take a dump. So it's, it's, it's like, all right, Lamar, like, we get it. You're young. So you have the body to stomach it. But it's not, you know, your immune system has to be bulked up. You got to get some fruits and veggies in there, man.
2: He's getting hip hop chicken and fish mailed to road games. Like, nah, it, it's it's gotta hey, be doing hip-hop. something.
3: He's doing something, bro. It's like, come on, Lamar. Like, I get it. You know, you want to eat, you want to eat the food, but you are still an athlete at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. I mean, Brady eats nothing but, okay, but you know, celery sticks and that dude hasn't taken a shit since 2007.
2: <laughs> Ooh, that's actually a good point. He doesn't poop. That's why he's still playing.
0: He's always on the field. He's Damn. always available because he never shits.
2: Oh, Ugh. <laughs> Jamel, how many locations
1: does hip hop chicken and fish have, by the way?
2: Oh they got a few across the uh greater Baltimore and uh Maryland areas. It's you know, you, the Ellicott City, uh Baltimore proper, uh I think they got a couple in Gaithersburg. Hey, oh, I've I'm been chicken to Gaithersburg. And fish, They got spots, bro. <laughs> I'm kind
3: of I'm kind of disappointed that you know these off the top of your head. <laughs> Listen, I I
2: was doing a, some work for them. I was doing some marketing for them. <laughs> I was never going to well, ad campaign for them. It's
1: not. Well, I guess we know uh, what Jamel's worst deal that he ever took was. <laughs> no, Jamel, Jamel, what deal did you get on uh, on these online sales? And uh, what's your oh, I worst went, football deal?
2: I, I went dumb on a 47 brand. Got a bunch of new dad hats. Yep. 30% okay. off dad hats. So I went pretty stupid. Got a, a Carhartt Capitals hat coming for like 15 bucks. And you know, Carhartt they try to charge you like 50. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm feeling good about that. Worst deal in football, however, uh standing room only seats. Uh there's a there's a bunch of stadiums FedEx Field added a standing room section a few seasons ago. I know Dallas has one. There's a few stadiums that haven't and has uh it. exact it's just like how much money do y'all need? it already costs about a hundred dollars to the worst seat in the stadium. It's already a trek to get to the game. I'm taking a, it's an hour on the train. It's a, it's an hour walk from the train. It's 45 minutes from where I parked. Now I can't even sit in this (laughs) bitch. and they got the nerve to act like this is some sort of honor. You get to enjoy the fanfare. And excitement of NFL football. I hope you got some Tommy Copper sleeves on them knees. <laughs> Don't let this shit go to overtime, bro. The word okay. Dallas football team at Dallas, December 26th. The cheapest standing room seat sixty-five dollars. I'm not paying sixty-five dollars to stand on the roof. At least when you- when you pay to go to a concert. At least them fools are right there. They're 200 feet away from you. You pay for a standing room seat at a football game. You need binoculars.
1: Yeah. Also, how much are they charging for the, the leaning space? Because I feel like this is these standing people can't even lean. You can't even to- lean? <laughs> they don't it's have
2: no nothing. What if I want a skateboard? They don't have any rails I can skate on? No, leaning is like 30 bucks extra. Nah, that's ridiculous worst deal in sports period (laughs) standing room only then if you in DC one of the pipes might bust on you like come on man I got pee (laughs) on me and I can't sit down I just need a second to get my head together because there's pee on me and I can't you're gonna kick me out because I sat down I don't know
1: if you saw uh Andy Haynes' uh story from last night he was at the Seahawks uh team game and He was filming behind him because in one of the, like the the owner suites or like one of the VIP boxes, the sprinklers were going off like
4: like no. there was a fire
1: alarm, and people were just panicking and running and getting the hell Come out of there. On.
2: <laughs> it's winter, man. You can't get wet in the winter. It was awesome.
1: <laughs> I thought that was going to be a sign that you guys were going to lose, but you pulled it off. Uh, uh, yeah, my uh, my deal is that. I guess it was good, but I just did the wrong I ran it back. I got the same shoes I already have and ordered the same pants I already have because they were just on discount and my shoes are beat up. But I'm just my my uh closet is like dug. I just wear the same shit every day and I just kind of <laughs> updated it. I don't know why I did that, but it was on sale. <laughs>
2: hey, you like what you like, man. Come on, you got to
1: refresh the drip. Yeah, yeah, you know I like what I like and it's getting a little worn down, so I updated some shit. But uh Green my and worst white. deal. Yeah. My worst deal is uh, the troops deal. You know, the deal the NFL the NFL made with the troops. I don't know mm-hmm. when they made this deal. <laughs> is it 100 years ago? 15 years ago in the 80s and the 90s? I don't know what it is. But it, it just always feels like it just blows up in their face. Like, I don't even want to say, like, the Pat Tillman stuff. I don't want to get into any sad stuff. And obviously, uh, the Kaepernick stuff is just insanity. But... My thing is, like, it's just an advertisement for the military. It's just, like, a recruiting tool, like the NFL, and they just go together. But it's not really an accurate one. Like, all we see are soldiers with all of their limbs intact, in uniform, like, fighter pilot jets roaring <laughs> overhead, the whole stadium's applauding. Like, that's not an accurate picture of what being in the military is like. <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> like, they should – talk to us about the real problems veterans are facing instead of just being like, look how amazing this is. If you're in the army, it's, you have, you kind of got it made and that's, it's just weird. And the NFL does that with their players too, where when you're in the league, we love you. But once you are retired, like you're on your own and we're just going to bury all the bad shit. So they are kind of a perfect marriage, but (laughs) just the, the the troops in the military and the NFL being together just always seems like um it's just an interesting deal that was made, and patriotism can be a good thing, but forced patriotism, kind of bad.
2: It was because of that Marines ad back in the day. It was very, it was early '90s. <laughs> you remember to do it was. He was a yeah. guy. He had to like. He had to like fight like like Beowulf or like like Brand- like you know what <laughs> yes. I'm saying. Like, he had to fight like this huge lava monster, and then he turns into like this regal <laughs> soldier with a sword. That is not what it's like to be in the Marines.
4: No. no. It's not
0: even, it's not even what it's like in the Navy commercials where it's just like a guy is staring at like a radar screen and then he, and then it, it cuts to him in college. Like even that shit doesn't happen anymore.
2: (laughs) Yeah, man. What about the part where your wife cheats on you with with your, with your
3: civilian on What about that in the ass? Yeah. Hey, you know they gotta they gotta sell the dream. It can't tell you, well, if you come here, you know, your wife may cheat on you, uh, you may lose the limb, you may whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you gotta try to sell it to the people. So it's like, you know, bigging it up and stuff like that. But something as small as me playing C O D and noticing that I'm not gonna be able to respond if I get hit, mm. I'm good on that. I'm I'm cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Call of Duty actually helped unrecruit people from <laughs> the military. You realize like you could fucking you turn the wrong corner, you're dead. Yeah, that's (laughs) how it is. You could breathe in fucking sand beetles and be and and have a disease for the rest of your life.
2: You got the sand beetle patch? Oh shit. (laughs) Also
3: it's it's, it's definitely not just walking around a corner getting hit and saying, Oh fucking campers and coming back and do it again. Like if if
1: somebody's camping, you're gone. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'll be a hero on my couch in the the In my own living room that's nice and i understand the dream that they're selling and look i'm I'm not shitting on any of that it's just like (laughs) the nfl and the military just they were made for each other so maybe it's the best deal i don't know galley thank you for doing the show where can we find you uh online and elsewhere
3: uh, you can find me everywhere. Uh, my voice getting a little raspy. I don't know what that was about. Uh, you can find me. But you got to find me at the Kid Gowie everywhere. That's D-A-K-I-D-G-O-W-I-E. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything. All my social media handles are the Kid Gowie, D-A-K-I-D-G-O-W-I-E.
1: Nice. Yeah, uh, please go and do that. Gowie, I'm rooting for the Ravens this season. A Ravens-Eagles Super Bowl sounds great to me. Seems very what? realistic.
3: Come on now, the the, the battle of the birds. <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. <laughs> very winnable for the Ravens. That's why, That's why he likes I love it. it.
3: Hey, you see, they've been they've been trying to compare, uh, they've been trying to compare Hurts uh, to, to Lamar. They're like, oh, in the first couple of games, I'm like, I've seen some stats. You know, so we'll yeah. see.
1: Does not, the eyeball test does not tell me that they're similar players, but the stats do look good. So hey, like they say, numbers don't lie. <laughs> yes. uh. I hope not. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing the show. No problem, man. NFL Sports Talk Football. Hey, guys. Hope you didn't fill up too much on Turkey Day because the deals are just getting started. I know we just talked about the worst deals, but head on over to MyBookie where the fun is just getting started. My is giving you a bet one, get one, free promotion on all the games this week. So head on over to the Week 13 games. uh, Wager up to $100. You're going to receive that same value back in a risk-free bet for the next week slate. So mybookie.com or mybookie.ag is the only sportsbook where buy one, get one. means that you're the one holding out on the bag. Don't miss out. Head over to mybookie.ag to get in on this exclusive promotion. To set the stage before you you redeem the bet-one-get-one-free promotion, why not just wager on the biggest matchup of Week 13, Bills vs. Patriots. It's the AFC East Juggernauts. Just go bet and thank me later. Set yourself up for success by doubling down on your first deposit when using the promo code SPORTSDRINK at my bookie. That's promo code SPORTSDRINK. S-P-O-R-T-S. Drink, drink, drink. Double your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with MyBookie. And you know what? We've been telling you about this new sponsor that you're gonna love. It's Symbol. Symbol's the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks. And every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 7,000-plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure to use the promo code SD. You know what that stands for. SD to make your deposit risk free visit symbol.com use the promo code SD and your deposit will be risk free that means even if you lose money Symbol's going to refund that initial deposit no questions asked join symbol and start investing and in profiting from your favorite team if you, if you can't get enough sorry we love football you know where to find us it's in the spotify green room it's the live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download. It's easy to use. You, there's all sorts of talk shows going on, specifically sports talk radio. You could talk to me, Jamel, Danny, other fans, athletes, insiders, all in real time. It's perfect for watch parties. We're out, We're watching Monday Night Football every Monday, talking over the first half of the game. We're doing breakdowns. We're reacting to breaking news. We're debating. We're sharing our own experiences. It's the place to be. So if you want more Sorry We Love Football, head on over to Spotify Greenroom. It's the free audio-only social media platform for sports fans. All you need to do is download the Spotify Greenroom in the iOS App Store. Create the profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. For us, it's football, NFL group. Follow me at Dan from LA. Be notified when my room goes live. And we're going live every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Come with your spiciest takes in the Spotify green room. Back to the show. And we're back. Uh, Let's talk about last week's picks. Danny, you went 0 for 3 on Thanksgiving. Rough way to start the week. Uh, Did it impact your Thanksgiving at all?
0: Uh, No, because fantasy-wise I did pretty well. And turkey-wise I did amazing. Nice. I've heard a lot about this turkey. Oh, yeah. There's some pics. Some pics
1: online. Head over to the Kid Gowie on Instagram if you want to see some pictures of Danny's turkey. (laughs) Everybody's (laughs) retweeting it. Uh, Well, hey, I actually won the week. I got nine games right. Jamel got eight. Danny got seven. Danny had a nice little comeback there at the end. Thank you, Uh, team. Could have got out of hand. But where we're sitting right now, Jamel... It's still on top. He's at 110 and 71 on the season. I'm at 103 and 78. Danny's at 101 and 80. Still yep. anybody's game. We've seen
2: some shit change.
1: It's so many weeks know. left.
2: This could be, I'm hanging on by a thread. If I'm up 10, but it feels like I'm down five. <laughs> we are at week 13. Lucky 13. Hey, the bye week teams are the
1: Panthers, the Packers, the Browns, and the Titans care to say anything about any of those teams.
2: Thank God the Titans need a month off. <laughs> they really do.
1: That is the worst eight and four team or whatever I can remember, whatever the record is.
0: Yeah, and Jesus. it seems like everybody luckily who's on by this week has has somebody who really needs it real bad. Everybody yeah, they like, do. can we talk about Cam. Titans just need to mentally regroup. Baker, I think I think he's dead. I think they've reanimated a corpse now.
2: Yeah. 3D printed his ass.
0: And Aaron Rodgers, uh, his toey and- hurt. He got a toey. <laughs> yeah,
1: he has a toey injury. And then I see him running for a touchdown to start the game. And I'm right. like,
0: he's fucked this fucking liar.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's just a legitimate
0: liar. It's great. He's a sociopath. <laughs> hey, no one said he so had much, to be honest.
2: Dude. Oh, my God. I just love that. It's like, you know, he doesn't go to church.
0: <laughs> he's
2: pure evil, dude. It's amazing.
0: That's why New that period. is what those State Farm commercials are. They're the battle between light and dark. It's Patrick <laughs> Mahomes versus Aaron <laughs> Rodgers with Jake from State Farm is sort of like the, I guess he's humanity that's in the balance.
2: Mm. <laughs> Brought to you by, Oh, so what is State Farm's role? Is Does that mean insurance is God?
0: Insurance is, is the universe.
2: Mm. Okay. That's deep. Doug. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I'm just going to allow the listeners time to think about that for a second. Yeah, yeah, hold that in. (laughs) Let it sink in. Okay, Thursday night, Cowboys at Saints. Mike McCarthy has COVID. (laughs) 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 He's not going to coach the game. Amari Cooper still reeling from COVID. Not as funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think CeeDee Lamb will be back this game. I don't know what's going to happen. The Saints are kind of hot garbage. Why aren't they running just Taysom Hill packages? Why does... Uh, The other guy have to play.
2: Is Taysom Hill not hurt? Didn't he get a new deal? Yeah, he just got a big-ass deal. To not play quarterback.
0: Well, he's starting now. They're starting him this week after the Trevor Simeon experiment didn't work. So they announced that that Taysom Hill was taking first-team reps in practice all week. So be prepared for a big-time, 100 yards on the ground, 100 yards passing kind of game.
1: We call that the Jalen Hurts.
0: Hey, <laughs> uh, I'm picking the Saints in this game.
1: I think the Cowboys are on a down spiral, and I think the NFC East still sucks like it has the last few years. And it's everybody's going to finish closer than we thought. There was a time where we were like, "Wow, the Cowboys are about to dominate the league." Maybe they're just going
0: to be ten and
1: seven, or nine and eight, and just be okay. And that's what I'm hoping for. Give me the Saints.
0: Is there any effect? that a coach not being on the field has in the game. I mean, does that really like they were talking about like a bunch of assistant coaches that weren't coaching in the, during the team and Seahawks game. And I was like, yeah, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit if our assistant strength coach is out? I mean, (laughs) even up to the head coach, it doesn't seem to matter. I don't know.
2: And also like a football field is big as hell. You can't hear anything that's being yelled at you when you're out there. Mm -hmm. No, it's just whoever's in the quarterback's
1: helmet—that's who the communication is. There's one coach talking to the quarterback. That's about it.
2: Yeah, is it illegal
0: for Mike McCarthy to just call on his cell phone and tell people what
2: to do? Yeah, he can call straight into Dex's headset.
4: Maybe we all play
2: Snake. I'm still picking the Cowboys. I think no Mike McCarthy, no problem. I think that makes the Cowboys better. Got to agree with you, Mike McCarthy's mccarthy's just suggesting bullshit they're trying to call plays he's talking about fucking squid game or some shit it's fucking (laughs) netflix or something in there man no he's talking
1: about austin powers the spy who shagged man
2: yeah he's like man when they making a new austin powers i wonder what mike Mike myers is up to that was so funny that third one was so funny it's like dude the Uh, game is happy we gotta play it's it's second down coach (laughs) (laughs) call something yeah i
0: love gold yeah he's
1: just doing the whole thing okay uh we all you guys pick the Cowboys. I'm on yeah. the Saints. Yeah. Do you like the Thursday thing where they play they both played Thanksgiving and now they get a full week for this Thursday game? There are at least two rested teams.
2: It sounded like they had to play Sunday night.
1: Sounds good I don't know.
2: Feels like okay. this feels like white privilege to me. Okay. Okay. I don't like okay, it. hey,
1: let's get to Sunday then. 10 a.m. Giants at Dolphins. Here come the Dolphins. You guys left them for dead. Pundits like Jamel Johnson and Danny Solomon just said the Dolphins were dead. Are we pundits? I probably said that too. They've Uh. won four straight games. They actually can make the playoffs. Also, breaking my heart because we hold their first-round pick. When they were 1-7, and I was like, the Eagles are going to have the number one pick. Now that's gone. It's like 15 now or some shit.
0: Yeah, you know who has all the number one picks, all the early picks—the New York Giants—and <laughs> they have no reason to win any games from now on. I know they, they think don't. they're they still are in it, and I guess mathematically they are, but I think we're they're they're gonna fire. They already talked about how they're gonna fire Tannenbaum, right? So he's gonna be out. I think you gotta get rid of Joe Judge and Daniel Jones at that point, or at least you know put Daniel Jones in that in the dreaded. QB camp competition with the rookie or with uh, Joe Flacco, I guess, if we're willing to bring that guy back. Or if it's Magic, (laughs) hey, get him off the IR. Either way, new blood in Giants Nation, and I feel like uh, it starts with losing out the season, so they got to lose this one.
2: In Miami? Bienvenido a Miami? Fins up, dude. Fuck it. Beans.
1: the one silver lining of the giants winning last week is it does extend the daniel jones joe judge era slightly there's like a little bit more of leniency they get which i like because they're fucking terrible
0: they're out um, actually you know what because we have such a discrepancy such a gaping chasm in our picks Reverse it. Give me the Giants. Maybe they're Whoa. running game. Maybe Saquon comes back. I don't know. I can't really convince myself, but I need I need to claw my way back here.
2: Saquon was at that game. He was at the game. He, he was there.
1: Game. That's true. He, really do, he, he had one nice like 20-yard run. That was about that was it.
0: About
2: it, was it. it. He they bottled him up. but hey.
0: Maybe uh, one of the uh, Giants receivers will be active or something. I don't know. Some miracle like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe uh, Tua will just throw four interceptions and just make life easy on them, like my guy did. Okay, Colts, Texans.
2: c South. What are you talking about? It's Colts. Yeah, Colts it is the football. Colts. G-M-L's I right. thought Tyrod I thought Tyrod was enough. Are the Texans not going to win four games this year? Wasn't there over under four games? I believe yeah, so. We, we, at the beginning of the season, we're all told
0: the Texans weren't going to win a game. And then they win two games and we're like, these guys are a fucking powerhouse. They can beat anybody. They couldn't even beat the Jets. They're in the basement just like we thought. I like Tyrod, but yeah,
1: no. Any Carson Wentz thoughts? He played really well in that first half and then just kind of didn't do shit against the Bucs. They really let that game
0: slip. They had that one. You, I mean, Carson Wentz, you let a good thing go with that guy. Did I? He's tantalizing because, of course, he can do
1: everything, but that's not the point. The point is his brain is broken and he's a bad person. Yeah, I said it. He's bad. Well, this
0: is why his brain is broken because Philly has hurt his feelings. <laughs> I don't, did you guys hear Markel Fultz,
1: uh, another Philly top pick, talking about Philly fans? He said they were awesome and they did nothing but encourage him. And I believe him. Nobody paid him to say that. Okay, uh, we're all on the Colts there. Um, Vikings at Lions Uh, We're all in the Vikings (laughs) here Jamel said the Lions should be uh, shot into the sun.
2: Abolish the Lions. (laughs) Abolish the Lions Defund the Police. Abolish the Lions
1: (laughs) I think that's the name of the show is Abolish the Lions Um, Kirk Cousins did line up under the guard in crunch time in the Niners game. I know that's like the big funny takeaway but he gets
2: paid a lot of money and he thought the guard had the ball and he forgets what's going on sometimes because God is just like using speaking him as a vessel God. and God mm. doesn't really play football like that. So sometimes mm. when he's like really shining through Kirk Cousins body, he'll forget where he is straight up.
0: Yeah. What you don't see in the, in the rebroadcasts are, are Kirk's speaking in tongues oh, and, having a full out-of-body experience. So you guys are on the Vikings? Yeah. As long as Kirk doesn't get bit by one of his snakes that he's been handling <laughs> with his church, I think they're going to win this game.
1: I'm picking the Lions. Because right. Jamel has smited them too much. I think they've had some extra time to rest and think about what happened. And also, uh, Dalvin Cook isn't going to be playing in this game. And I know Dalvin
2: Cook doesn't play a lot of games.
0: Yeah, there's a guy who does the exact same shit as Dalvin Cook right behind him on the depth chart.
1: They look the same, too. They have the same haircut. Yeah. Their numbers are similar. It's very yeah. confusing. I'm sure for the team it's not, but for a viewer who barely watches the Vikings, sometimes I confuse them. Uh, I'm picking the Lions because it's just funny. I think they can't... can't it's a, We saw this last week with the... Um, Giants-Eagles, the divisional games, weird shit happens. Weird shit happens.
2: I don't know how weird, but sure. Kind of weird. Okay,
1: next game, Eagles at Jets. Um, I haven't given up hope yet. I know that was a soul-crushing, inexcusable, stupid, humiliating loss to the Giants, but there's still a path to the playoffs. If we win out, we're in. So... That's what I'm talking myself into. Our schedule's still easy as shit.
4: If we lose well, the
1: Jets, though, it's I'm coming in hot. Now. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna maybe not do this. Shit. I don't know where I'll be doing it from hell because I'll have jumped out of my window into traffic.
0: It is a sin to uh, commit suicide, as Kirk Cousins has told us. That's true. Uh, Amen. But you we know the, the the talk of your schedule being easy was predicated on the fact that you could beat the shitty teams in your division. You can't even do that. You can't no, beat the yeah. Giants. I don't think you're going to be able to beat the team. Team's coming on strong. Now the defense is woken up. You'll beat the Jets. I'll give you that. But uh, it's going to be another real down-in-the-mud knife fight for <sighs> the NFC East.
2: There's just certain stadiums that like, I just know the Eagles can't play in. Like, I knew the Giants was was going to win that game. Yeah, it's the same stadium. (laughs) Unfortunately, the same fucking stadium. It just doesn't – you guys should never be there. You guys also shouldn't play at home. Like, the Eagles are only good, like, where? Like, in Arizona, (laughs) in Arizona, at Carolina. It's like five cities, and none of them are Philadelphia. At team. That's true. Very good at team. I mean, fuck it. I'm still picking the Jets. I'm no no, I'm not picking the Jets. That's crazy. Whoa. I'm picking the No 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 no. Don't write down Jets. I'm picking the Eagles. I meant to say Eagles. Well, I I gonna, yeah, like I put the this. Eagles down. Eagles, yeah. come on, man. Eagles. Eagles family Eagles. of Eagles. Let's have some Eagle Wings. Yeah. Lemon Pepper Eagle Wings for the group. Okay. Ranch on the side.
1: Okay. Uh moving on. Let's go to cards at Bears. Hey, we're reconnected. All right. Back Fucking, to the game. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Um, all right.
0: Cardinals at Bears. It. Yeah, Sorry, go
1: ahead. Yeah. Say that again. Picking up now. Cardinals at Bears. Is Kyler back? What's the deal? They just came off their bye. If he's not playing, are you actually concerned that he's more hurt than they're telling us?
0: No reason not to be, but, I mean, they say he's playing. Hopefully, D-Hop plays because I could use that guy again. I mean, they're 9-2. They're and two. Colt McCoy is not even trash. We all wanted him to be, but he's not.
1: He's not. Uh, yeah, this, it's, there's not a lot of intrigue around this Cardinals team, at least on our show. There's not enthusiasm. They're the number one seed in the NFC in December. Like, when are we going to start caring about this team? Do you care about them yet? You can't make me. <laughs> you don't like but Scrappy Doo is so cute and he's nine and two and he's gonna come back healthy.
2: Yeah, no. I mean I guess it is big. It's pretty big. And you get the Bears, that's like a warm up game. Yeah, it is. It's like a practice squad game. Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah.
1: All right, moving on. I guess it's so weird. The Cardinals have no intrigue. We don't care about this team. They might come out of the NFC and we just don't give a shit.
2: Not yet, man.
1: (laughs) It's just we can't even talk, convince ourselves to pretend to care about this team. I know this game sucks and there's nothing to say about the Bears, but all right, look, we all got the Cardinals. Moving on, Chargers. Chargers at Bengals. Do you guys feel similarly about these two teams? I am a Bengals believer. I like this team. I think their skill guys are really good.
2: <sighs> the Chargers are so frustrating. They are. I just don't understand. Like, What's the deal? They just can't play outside? Is that their problem? I lost yeah, another they're... 50 bucks fucking with the Chargers. Had a four-teamer going. And all the Chargers had to do was get their shit together. And they couldn't.
4: Yeah. Hey, The Chargers are with the
2: team? They're soft. That's yeah, what saw it is.
1: Danny saw that loss against the Broncos coming from a million miles away. You were very confident last week.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, you, you know, it's, it's really these lower teams in the AFC West are just they, – they're constantly – you know, they're, they're, it's like the Chiefs are Logan Roy and the rest of the AFC West is the kids. And we're just pitting them against each other, letting them beat each other up, letting them ruin each other's lives while we skate on – Making the big bucks, running the show. I just don't believe in the Chargers. I don't really believe in the Bengals either, but I you know, by process of elimination, the Bengals are gonna win because the Chargers can't, as Jamel said, play outside or in cold weather, or in places they don't usually play, or when Justin Herbert is feeling sad, or you know, when he has an acne breakout or something. Doesn't take much to tank these guys.
4: I do Slag. like
1: Burrow versus Herbert, and that's a very fun young QB matchup. Like this is good stuff. Sure, but I'm also picking the Bengals.
2: Yeah, give me the Boingles. Fuck this!
1: Damn, we're all Chargers close. are dead to me. Chargers have died. Jamal, you know what teams are left alive in your in your orbit? What teams do you consider <laughs> not dead to amongst you? us?
2: Uh, that's a great question. I mean, Cardinals. Who hasn't burned you? Cardinals, Pats, Chiefs. Um,
1: but you Michigan. can't get excited about the Cardinals. You're just saying they haven't done anything mean to you?
2: They just haven't wronged me, personally.
1: We'll bet on them this week, and then uh, let's get them out of there. Watch the Bears just whoop their ass. That's real. Um, all right, let's get to the afternoon games. Actually this one last one last early game. Bucks at Falcons. The Falcons can make the playoffs.
0: <laughs> How is this possible?
2: What are you yeah. saying?
0: <laughs> the Eagles can get they, the one seed. I mean, things could happen. They won't.
1: <laughs> <sighs> Bucks. Yeah, I mean it's a Bucks across the board situation, but What's it's going on with I Calvin Ridley? Is he coming back this week? He's been off he's been on a mental health um kick. He he's on the non COVID injury list. That's just he's he stepped away from the game for a few weeks. I think he might be coming back. He's a very good receiver. I mean, we
0: we run a podcast where we just kind of talk about what a mindfuck being a fan of the NFL is. <laughs> so imagine being a player. That's
1: a good point. Uh, get get uh, well soon, Calvin. Uh, so that's Bucks across the board. We don't need to talk about Leonard Fournette or the Bucks rounding into shape for coming playoff time. Uh, they look good. Uh, it's a little scary. Gronk's back. Everybody's healthy. Their secondary. Well, we Cordero.
0: There. Cordero on the other side.
2: No one can stop that man. It seems Why not? Like no one
1: can. I
0: just really it it makes difficult. no sense.
1: Yeah, he's. I watched the Bears try and do this exact same thing with him. He lined up as running back
0: for the Bears for years. Two years, I think, and couldn't do anything. Cordell Cordero Patterson is the only 2017 success story. He's the only expired mate that actually turned good. out to taste good.
1: Good point. Uh okay. Afternoon games. Jags at Rams. <laughs>
2: I should have ordered a, lunch for this game. I was <laughs> I was not focused for the last two picks because I was getting my lunch, and I wish I had started that for this one. What are the Rams? Is, is this Who the cares? Haley Man?
1: Is this the Haley Manrique uh, ball? Just tugging at her heart. Which team yeah. do I like? I mean, we know she I loves mean, the Rams, but
0: yeah, I think it's the team she likes, and not oh the, yeah, 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 not the team yeah, yeah. that let their mascot dangle from the rafters for an hour between life and death
2: he was up there for an hour god damn it no (laughs)
1: Uh, hey it is the Jalen Ramsey revenge game we get to do that angle that's fun
0: yeah as though you needed it I don't know if the Rams are good they're probably not they're definitely not as good as we thought just a couple weeks ago but you know Trevor Lawrence is kind of looking like a, a Zach Wilson more than a Mac yeah, he's Jones. He's pretty average.
2: What I'm saying. It's just, you. I don't know why. Contenders always do this where they just add old guys. They didn't need any old guys.
4: That's what I'm saying. Now it's they have to play the these old
2: guys. It's fucked up. I mean, I'm still picking the Rams. Who cares, but.
1: Yeah, the Rams are on a three-game losing streak. And, I mean, they have to break it this week. I mean, Urban Meyer is just keeps getting these rumors that he's going to get to go do the Notre Dame coaching job. Um, So I'm curious the Urban Meyer storylines here, like how locked in he is. Obviously, he's not locked in at all. We've seen his fucking antics this season. But... um, I don't know. I'm just trying to make something interesting. We're at week 13. We know which teams are good and bad.
2: Well, some of them. You actually still don't know.
0: Yeah. We're almost an hour into the podcast. We don't need to make something out of nothing. Okay. Speaking of nothing,
1: team at Raiders. (laughs) Who's the nothing? I don't know. They're actually both alive and well. Uh, The team ruined my life last night. Uh, The Seahawks winning would have made me rich. Beyond my wildest dreams, and it didn't happen. So uh, that was frustrating. The onside kick rule.
2: has anybody ever heard of this thing? Yo, hilarious. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) What the hell was that? I can't think of a funnier ending. I mean, the team hasn't won on Monday night since 2012. And the win we had before that, I think Full House was still on TV, bro. Like, (laughs) it it was a long time.
1: And the Raiders. God's plan. Thanksgiving evening took down the Cowboys in the most watched NFL game of all time. They were the most watched regular season NFL game of all time in overtime. Thank you, Derek Carr. Thank you, interim coach. Thank you, Mark Davis. Thank you Deshaun Jackson. Right. I could go on. And I'm asking you to do it again. <laughs> it wasn't enough. I need more. Now I need you to beat
2: the team. Yeah, I gotta I have to pick the Raiders here just because the team's winning games. I gotta ride it out. Go, Raiders.
0: Well, I am gonna ride my victory this week, yet again, with the team.
2: Enjoy. I think
0: they're looking good. And I don't they believe are. in the Raiders. I think every time you get a you try to advance yourself in the AFC West, you have a horrible humiliating loss and true it's the same thing for the nfc east but i think the team has gotten through all of their most humiliating losses already i mean that was
2: that was as close to a humiliating win as you could get i mean (laughs) that win was humiliating the only thing more humiliating is the win against the eagles last year but the way we won that game last night was nasty gross disgusting we tried to lose it like five different times Man, I just noticed that Dane Hardigan happening. typed in the team.
0: I'm, I'm picking the team. Wow. The team here. wow. And I think
1: Jamel's theory on the Eagles, where they can and can't play, I think the Raiders are kind of similar. I don't think they play well at this stadium. They need to go elsewhere. There's too much bad shit in Vegas. I think there's some sort of curse. Uh, so when they're home, I don't like it. The team, what are they, three wins in a row? They got their tight end back. They got some swagger back. They're playing for Chase. Uh, Ron Rivera was fucking fist pumping, running off the field. There's all sorts. They think they can make the playoffs. They want to lose to the Bucks again in the wild card round. I can totally see it. I'm picking the team. Okay, Ravens at Steelers. Remember when this rivalry used to matter? You guys remember that? Yeah, it was a good time.
2: That was fun.
1: It was the most physical game of the season. It's what it was always branded as. Guys are getting knocked out. It's 13 to six final scores. Now the Steelers give up 40 to every fucking team they play. I'm picking the Ravens.
2: I don't like that. They got that most physical. They're all wearing the same pads. (laughs) You aren't good at offense. It's not physical. It's just (laughs) stupid football.
0: Yeah. I mean, physical is such an all encompassing term. It's just like, you know, everybody hits everybody on every play. They're all super nope. strong. It's more about like leverage and uh, and play calls, and you know one guy yeah. can fuck it up for an entire team of physical dudes. As long as no, you have a shitty this, kicker or a shitty quarterback, doesn't matter how physical you are.
1: This and game was Big
0: Ben, shitty quarterback, by the way.
1: Oh, he's terrible. This game was awful. the most bone crunching str- struggle between eleven on eleven. You never seen anything like it. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Ravens.
2: <laughs> there you go. Yep. You know? Oh, Ravens, what are you saying? Steelers are ass.
1: <laughs> All right, next up, Niners at Seahawks. Remember when this rivalry used to matter? <laughs> Guys, it should have been rivalry week, and now no one cares. These teams are going separate ways. The Niners are good. The Seahawks lose to the team. Russell Wilson, I don't know. Is he just like, is he being fat James Harden right now on the Rockets?
2: Yeah, I can't, you know, I can't think of a guy less interested in doing anything.
1: What did the Seahawks do to Russell Wilson? Like where he's just going to be walk around kind of as the disgruntled employee.
0: They didn't let him cook. They're (laughs) They're putting him in the front of the house. They won't let him cook. I don't know what the fuck it is. I mean, they want to be a running team and all their running backs get hurt and they still run. It's, you know, I'm sure it can be irritating for a guy who fancies himself to be a, an A-level chef and he's out there making, you know, brunches, brunch buffets for old ladies. That's the analogy I'm going with here. And I'm, and I'm going with the Niners, too, because of my boy Elijah Mitchell, who I got in a yeah. trade Blockbuster trade in my other league. I feel so good about it now because I he basically scores as many fantasy points as Devontae Adams, who I traded away. It was a quarterback swap. I'll get into it on uh, on our Patreon uh, if we ever make one. <laughs> but the you're right. The Niners are good again. And weirdly, Jimmy Garoppolo, can I say, maybe I won't say good, but not bad, Jimmy Garoppolo?
2: Just the news that that the Niners were gonna to commit to Trey Lance next year.
0: Yeah. It's enough to motivate
2: it. this idiot.
0: And he now he's gonna be one of your two teams quarterbacks next season.
2: God, oh. I'll take I'll take Garoppolo down the way.
0: <laughs> oh shit. Fuck, oh, man, Taylor that was meant Heineke. to be a joke.
2: Nope. I want it. Who you picking? The Niners. I've been riding the Niners for some time now. I'm zagging. I'm going Seahawks. Oof.
1: Okay. I still believe Russell can just pull a game out of his ass. It's another one of those divisional rivalry. He almost rivalry. pulled, he almost he pulled did. the
2: one last night out of his ass, so fair it's enough. It's a divisional game.
1: Weird shit happens. Um, DK Metcalf isn't going to have as bad of a game as he just did. I don't know what happened there. Just Russ never looked at him all game.
0: Russ never um, pointed the ball to the right direction ever. I mean, the ball was going every which way. It was.
1: He was just overthrowing guys by like 50 yards, like up in the air. Like, yeah, It was like a 50-foot-tall pass. Um, yeah, I'm picking the Seahawks. I don't know. Pete Carroll is coaching for his life. The guy's going to get fired. Russell Wilson is telling upper management, fire Pete Carroll. So he's going to try and win. Okay. Uh, hey, Sunday night, the Danny special. We got Broncos at Chiefs. Teddy Bridgewater they- coming into Arrowhead.
0: Remember when this rivalry used to matter.
2: Remember when this rivalry mattered? Um, I mean, yo, the thing is, the thing is Broncos defense is good. Once they got rid of Vaughn Miller's old ass and let just some young draft pick play. Sure. Suddenly their pass rush. Fantastic.
1: Good rapper name, Jamel. Young draft pick.
2: Ooh. (laughs) It's not as good as young husband, but it's not. You're right. But it's close. Uh,
1: Danny, what, what, you know, we all know the Andy Reid that coming off a bye stat. We know the Chiefs are really heavily favored. Does that, does it bother you? We talked about this last week where I was worried when everyone was picking the Eagles and just like that just gives me a bad feeling. Like this week is going to be all Chiefs, everything. Like no one's going to pick the Broncos in this.
0: I'll tell you one guy who is this guy. Wow, you're still doing it? I'm doing it. It works. It completely it does work. works. The I don't care is, what it does it to me the picks. I don't yeah. care what it does. Yeah. We are all about our team's winning games. I don't care how they do it. We are a lock to win this game. I don't have a single doubt in my mind that with Andy Reid coming off the bye, with our defense playing better, with the Broncos being complete ass unless somebody else is further ass, in a game we're at home uh you know it's a night game Patrick Mahomes likes to show off I just don't see it I mean Br- Bridgewater's a little banged up too you might see Drew Locke that's a fucking disaster and we just know our divisional opponents we know them so well the Broncos haven't beat us in six years fellas six years all that plus I'm picking the Broncos Chiefs are gonna win
2: God, I want to pick the Broncos too, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I'm going to honor the system, get my I, guy his dub, Chiefs. I'm so disappointed
1: in myself because last week I should have done the same thing and picked the Giants. It I would have saved, I saved
2: the whole season. You got to start thinking ahead, man.
1: I know. Hey, that'll be a fun one. I enjoy the the Broncos kind of young skill guys. I like the running backs. I like their receivers. So it should be fun.
2: Mahomes is going to be on the run, which hasn't gone great this year. I do think that the Chiefs defense is like, I don't think the Broncos are going to like come in and score 20. Like, I think it's on the, I think it's on the Chiefs defense more than their offense, but we'll see. We will see. God damn it. I'm I'm not sure
0: how the offense will play against teams. We don't see as often. In the playoffs, you know, like the Pats do worry me because we don't see them that much. We don't know what they're up to these days. We were not as familiar. But uh, against our divisional opponents, I mean, these guys, like Pat owns these motherfuckers. It is. He is in their heads. He's at their table eating their fucking food, eating their Thanksgiving side dishes. Damn.
2: Cranberry relish?
1: Damn. All right. Let's get to the game of the week. Sorry, Danny. It's not your game. It's it Pats at Bills.
2: It is more interesting. This is the
1: struggle between good and evil that you were talking about earlier. Not that Are they still
2: throwing dildos? Are the people... Yes. Are, is Bills <laughs> Mafia still going to throw dildos at Mac Jones? Yes. Mac
1: awesome. Jones hasn't been hit with a dildo yet. There were no fans last year. This is his first christening <laughs> into what it's like to play in Buffalo. Ooh,
2: it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> He's never seen someone spread their ass cheeks and press their butt against the their bus window.
2: <laughs> nah, he saw that shit in Alabama yo whenever oh, they went you. to like Mississippi state he yeah he saw that wasn't there that clip, spread ass wasn't there a clip at bill's stadium that we
0: that we passed around at work for a while It was the woman getting anally fingered in the stands
1: yeah, yes, oh yeah. That's in the game, too. I've seen worse than that in, around the tailgate.
2: Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Shout out to Kiko Alonso. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dang. They shouldn't have let him be a Bill.
2: How and do
4: you they do? And then they started
1: naming sex moves after him. It's
4: mm. –
1: um, But, yeah, the Pats have won six games straight. They're looking like one of the teams to beat. The Bills are at a crossroads in their season of, you know, are they going to be what we thought they were going to be? A lot of people picked them as like the hot ass, the hot shit pick to to win the Super Bowl this year. This is the game they have to win. It's a must win for the Bills. You can't lose this one. Uh they're going to be nervous as fuck. Their fans all think they're going to lose. It's a very funny situation <laughs> for Bills fans. Patriots fans are like how Danny feels playing the Broncos. He's like, I don't care about the Bills. Patriots fans are so accustomed to beating the Bills that this isn't even a blip for them, and for the Bills, this is it means the world. I love when that happens. Very funny. Uh, I'm picking the Bills in this game. I'll give me the good. I want the, the good to to prevail.
2: Yeah, I'm going with the Williams.
0: Whoa! Bills. Gimme those pats, baby. I don't. I don't like it. I don't have to like it. I just uh, have to pick it.
2: That's real. This will win me Jamel, back you, my
0: cheap non pick.
2: That's fair.
1: You guys want to guess the color of dildo that appears on the field, and then we get a bonus yeah. point. I mean, it's going to be purple. You're going purple. Jamel's in purple.
0: I'm going to say it's going to have a picture of Cam Newton on it. Just so we can whoa, round down,
2: you know, It's going to be Cam Newton. That's five. That's five points. If
1: it has a picture of Cam Newton, Danny gets five points. All right. going sure. classic flesh color. I know that's uh, very uh, vanilla of me, but it feels like that's what it's going to be. <laughs> but there certainly will be a dildo on the field. Let's just Copy. hope it's one of these colors. Um, all right. Let's get to our mailbag. You've got mail. You know, we're, we're 13 weeks in. The mail is... in as usual, thank you for sending it. We're going to keep reading it. You guys know what this shit is. It's the mailbag.
0: Danny, grab a piece of mail. I'm going deep, underneath, and back up with a letter. Hey, guys, love the show. This letter is to wish at least two of you a happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah is a time for respect and celebration, even though none of us believe the Holocaust ever happened signed Deshaun Jackson, Herschel Walker, Joey Bosa, Larry Johnson, Tim Tebow, oh. Nick Bosa, Jerry Jones, John Gruden, and of course, Tom Brady. <laughs> oh my God.
2: <laughs> they signed it all together with one it's pin? It's
0: a group letter. See,
2: Damn.
1: This is... This is what I was talking about with this uh, the NFL marrying the military thing. It's these disingenuous displays that they have to do. And I'm with you, Danny. I could easily see all these nutcases signing a happy Hanukkah. Where, well, I mean, they did, and they sent it they to our did. show. They did. But, um, yeah. you know, the league wishing everyone a happy Hanukkah. It's just like, spare us,
2: please. Yeah. You don't just, need it. just get to yeah, the Hanukkah- game. Hanukkah's not even like the sickest Jewish holiday. No, it doesn't matter. It's not. It's like C-tier.
0: Dude, Code yeah, is better.
1: gifts. Yeah. I mean, as we all, we've discussed many times, I mean, the reason Hanukkah got bumped up is because it's competing mm. with Christmas. So you have to elevate it. We have to elevate it just so you guys can feel like they got something going on over across the street. But it is C-tier, for being real.
2: Sorry. I mean,
4: big, uh, hey,
1: big I gift for us.
2: It. Oh, hey, hit us.
1: Uh, yeah, on the third night of Hanukkah, I wished for a letter from Jalen Hurts, and I got one. I'm holding a letter from Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts. It reads, Jalen needs to do better. Jalen lost that game for us. Jalen is very sorry. Now, I want to be clear when I'm saying this. This is not about me, or this is about me. This is not about Jalen Rager. I don't want there to be any confusion. This is I'm talking about Jalen Hurts here. I'll continue. Jalen didn't deserve to get on the bus back to Philly after that game on Sunday. They should have left Jalen in the Meadowlands. Jalen wasn't worth that high draft pick. Jalen needs to catch the fucking ball. Jalen broke my heart. I'll never forgive Jalen for this. Signed, Jalen Hurts.
2: I mean, what about that pick? This Jalen threw at the end of the first half. I don't, you know. I think Jalen was taking
1: responsibility there. That's what he was doing. Oh, okay. he just didn't mention the interception. But I think Jalen took responsibility.
2: Shit, that was the game for me. To be quite honest, yeah, that's when you texted me. Thanks. Hey, no problem.
1: <laughs> the one text I got during the game was a uh, "Wow" or some some shit like yeah. "What a fuck up." Was the, <laughs> the spirit of the text?
2: I believe I said, "What's your man doing?"
1: Something like that. I don't. That think was I the haters. No, there were certainly do? others. Okay. There were certainly others. I just, you know. when you get it from your uh, from your podcast co host, it stings. Yeah? It stings. It's True. Jamel, you got you got a letter for us? I can't talk I do. about this anymore.
2: I've got an email here. It looks like it's from Sean Payton. Hey guys. Got an early copy of the show, Don't Ask How. But I like I heard what you said, Jamel. And I think we have a gripe with the league. I want Mike McCarthy investigated for faking COVID. We all know he doesn't know how to coach. And this is a (laughs) cop out. He doesn't want to come to the goddamn Superdome. And I want him investigated. And if the league won't take action, I'm paying some guys to do it (laughs) for me. That's right. $100,000 to anyone who brings me Mike McCarthy's boogers. You can bring me the boogers in a vial. You could bring me the boogers attached to his severed head. I just need the man's boogers. And this is not like Bounty Gate because Mike McCarthy is not playing in the game. It's not technically a bounty. It's only a bounty if you do it to another player. Bring me the boogers. I'll pay you however you want. Great show as always. (laughs) I was going to
1: say that sounded a lot like Bounty Gate.
2: I don't think he's got a point because it's not can't, coach versus coach. That's just that's coach, that's coaching gate. It's not bounty gate. It's different.
1: If he wants to roll the dice and get suspended for an entire season again, then fine, Sean Payton. But
2: I, I don't agree. think you can get suspended for hurting a coach. Hmm. hmm.
0: You could start another variant with all those boogers, you know.
2: <laughs> the McCarthy <Where> <laughs> toxic. <laughs> It's Omicron, then McCarthy. (laughs) Uh,
1: Danny, final thoughts. We've reached the end of this week's show. What do you want to leave us with?
0: Oh, just you know, uh, Chag uh, Hanukkah. What is it? How do you say it? Hebrew? (laughs) (laughs) Happy Hanukkah. It's the preferred spelling is C H A N U K A H. None other will work.
2: Thank you. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm, against I'm against that misspelled. spelling. I'm an H-A-N-U-K-K-A-H. Two Ks? I don't, like, I don't like the C in the beginning. To Get uh, rid of that C. It's a ha. Yeah, but this is English. We're not talking Hebrew. Yeah, well, you're only half Jewish anyway. That's well, true. I'm fully in belief of that's the correct eight letters that spells Hanukkah. And you know what? I want a miracle. I want eight straight wins from the Philadelphia Eagles. Can we do it? <laughs> Can we? Sum- I think that would get us to the Super Bowl. Something like that. So what I'm asking for for Hanukkah is eight straight wins. Uh, Jamel,
2: final thoughts? If the football team wins this week, I'm going to be annoying and I will come here dressed in just full team regalia and I'm going to act like I've loved this team all year, so get ready for it.
0: Disgusting behavior. Yep. Uh,
1: I'm sorry that you're going to have to do that probably
0: i yeah, i'm sorry for jamel for having to rebuy all his washington football team gear he's probably thrown you his original set it. out yeah.
2: yeah i did and I, I apologize to myself for doing so thanks for listening sorry sorry